<laughs> From the City Morning Herald, Adam Pengilly, morning to you, mate. Morning, Mido. Morning, boys. Sunday, how does uh, Father's Day look for you? Brekkie in bed or what, what's going on? No, I've got to work, Jared. I always <laughs> work Sundays. That's my work day, so it won't be too much out of the ordinary for me. Hopefully, I can get a sleep in till, I don't know, 7, 7.30 if I'm yeah, lucky. Do um, you get spoiled, day. though, Adam? Uh, yes, a little bit, Loz. Yeah, yeah. The boys, <laughs> it's funny. My boys have been... Um, been making Father's Day presents at school and daycare this week, and they've been telling me all week that Father's Day, Father's Day presents they've made, but I, I can't go into their rooms until I find them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. But what about from your wife? Uh, yeah, she might get me some breakfast or something like that, hopefully. Oh, that's know. good. Just a little gesture. You're not after a lot. <laughs> no, no, not a lot, Lord. You just want to feel just a little bit special, don't you? Like, you just I, want to I, feel loved. You want to, you, know, you just want to feel like you've contributed something to the family. What she could do, Lord, she, she, could, she, could, she could give me a tab voucher. That'd be a really nice present oh, for Father's oh, Day. What was that? <laughs> tab voucher. Oh, tab voucher. What do you think he said? <laughs> Oh, don't want to. Don't worry. Loza. Cab. You thought he said cab. Voucher. Oh, I thought he said something else. Yes. yes. Uh, All right. Week one of the finals, uh, all but confirmed. Now you'd say, Adam. I think we're looking at. Well, we're looking at certainly the Panthers and the Eels. That's locked in. The Sharks and the Cowboys, just a matter of who hosts the match. The Storm almost certain to play. Well, you'd say the Raiders unless they have a meltdown at Leichhardt. And the Roosters and the Bunnies will go around again. Yeah, how good are these matchups, Jared? It's going to be a fascinating week one of the finals. In particular, well, obviously Penrith and Parramatta. Parramatta said them twice this year. They're pretty much the only team that's had the wood over them all season. So, you know, Parramatta, they, they, were, they were good last night, weren't they, boys? They were fantastic. Uh, it was a huge, high-pressure stakes game. And probably the last few years, that's where they can be criticised. They haven't won the big games at the end of the season in the finals when, when they probably should have. So that's a bit of a tick for them. And I, I think they'll be right up for this game against Penrith next week. Um, just knowing that they've beaten them twice already this year, there's something about their style of play that just, just troubles Penrith a little bit. The, the fact they've got that sort of high-intensity offload game, they like a lot of second-phase play. So they'll be keen for that game. Obviously, as you mentioned, Mido, the Sharks and the Cowboys. How about... South and the, and, and the Roosters playing against each other again next week. Like All they're virtually doing tonight is playing for hosting rights. That's going to be fascinating. And I'm intrigued by this potential matchup between the Storm and Canberra because, Loz, you know better than most, Canberra's got a really good record against Melbourne down there at Amy Park. Uh, they have, Adam, but I don't want to think about that game just yet because I'm a little bit, bit concerned about, about Sunday. Game, <laughs> oh, Come on, Daly. I'm more nervous even about them me, being the Tigers than me. what they will if they have to play Melbourne next weekend. What? I'll be quite confident next weekend against Melbourne. Oh. You're more confident that Canberra will beat Melbourne than yes. they will beat the West Tigers. Yes, yes. Yeah, what it, are you drinking? Yeah, it's no, it snows what? every day in Jindabyne as well. What are you I'm, drinking, mate? I'm, I'm telling you, boys. Do you know what, boys? I'm... I know where Loz is coming from here, and I know you're going to say, "Oh, you're here together," but I don't for know some where reason, either of you are coming from. But this week, Canberra, they're meant to win this game. Next week, they go into that semi, they're probably not meant to win that game. And I find, when I watch Canberra, when they're not meant to win, they, they're a better chance of winning. They they will play well against Melbourne, no, no matter where it is. Um, they, they just love taking on Melbourne. And their style of footy worries Melbourne. The Tigers, Sunday afternoon, Leichhardt Oval, it's just something about that place... That concerns me. And mentally with the Raiders watching the game the day before with the Broncos playing and hoping that they lose and 
taking their focus off what they need to do on the Sunday, I, I think it's just a test mentally for them. And I, I, I'm just I'm worried about it. There you go. I, I'm worried. I'm more, I'm more worried about Sunday than what I will be the following week if they play Melbourne. Joseph Suwali is out tonight for the Roosters. Yeah, uh, fascinating call, Jared. Just give me a bit of a rest, heading towards the finals next week. I, we, uh, Rob, I had a press conference yesterday and asked him a question saying, you're going to wait to see the result of this game tonight between, or last night, sorry, between Parramatta and Melbourne to decide what you're going to do. Because obviously with Parramatta winning now, there's not much on the line for the Roosters. And he said, no, we're not going to play any games. We know what our team is. Well, obviously, he knew earlier in the week that Suwali wasn't going to play. I want to talk to you boys about this this concerning act notice that's been sent out to, to the Roosters for Joseph Suali in his running style against the Tigers. I must admit, I have noticed this once or twice this year. His carries out of the backfield have been absolutely enormous and his toughness for someone so young is just incredible. It's blown me away this year, but he has probably got his knee up just once or twice in his running style when he collides with the defence. And no doubt the NRL match review committee has picked up on it, just sent out a little warning letter saying, OK, just keep this in the back of your mind. Uh, we've noticed this. We don't want this to escalate any further. But... um. I wonder if he has to really think about his technique uh, heading towards the finals in the next couple of weeks. Adam, just away from the finals, mate, uh, Tyson Gamble made uh, a couple of interesting comments uh, throughout the week about, about Kevy, his coach. What, what was your thoughts on them, mate? Yeah, Grubby, I, I, I found this fascinating, wasn't I? Whether he let his guard down on a podcast, was probably a little bit more relaxed or anything like that, but virtually saying that Adam Reynolds is a go-to man for anything they want to know about football. They seek his advice and his counsel about how they want to play, and Kevy's sort of the motivator guy. Jeez, I tell you what, the timing was just absolutely horrible, isn't it, really? Right. Heading to the final round of the season. They've been in a, a terrible patch the last month. They can still make the finals, obviously. I know it's an outside chance, but they need to dust up the Dragons there tomorrow night at, at, at Cogra. I haven't uh, read a lot... Uh, sorry, Adam, I haven't read a lot of, about this story. You know, I saw it um, this morning. But is he actually saying that Adam coaches the side, or is it more about Kevy's instructions... Uh, to Adam, and then Adam instructs the players out there on the field because that's what you ha- what you half back to do, isn't it? No, I think it was more the former laws, more that more that Adam actually coaches the side. He says he right. sort of works on our attack, and we we go to him to ask for any advice or anything like that. And I know Tyson Gable is not going to be at the club probably next year. Um, and Kevy... <laughs> Definitely not going to be now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he signed to go to the Knights. Yeah, Knights, yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get an early uh, mark, I reckon. I just think I, I honestly think it's it's just been taken out of context a bit because I've been in teams where well the halfback is is the power. general you yeah power yeah and I, I, Vossi, it was, I think it was Vossi he went off like saying you know he's he's trying to say that he's people don't go to the coach and, and whatnot but I know you know with my halfback I, that's where I get a lot of my info because sometimes if the coach is busy or he's got plenty going on the halfbacks he's your, he's your mate. And he's spoken to the coach. He's the captain. So he knows everything and just filters it through the team. Yeah, well, that's what I thought it was. And I know just with us, with Ricky Stewart, when you play with Ricky, he was the, the guy that controlled everything and he was the the guy that took the coach's instructions out on the field and had to make sure that he delivered. Did he not, did he not I, say I something assumed... also about Kevy's got to keep up with... The times, or is a bit yeah. old school, or did he not say no, something he, like that? He as just well? said that the modern day is so different to the way that Walters played. Yeah, yeah, that, right. man, yeah. I, yeah that, you can't say that. Again, like we talk right. about it every single day on this program, how you know we're paid to have an opinion, and they say speak the truth. When you're in a team environment, you always have to protect the people around you. So you try and be as honest as you can, but you know. 
What comes out of your mouth, you need to protect your teammates, your coach. In my predicament, it was Cricket Australia. You, you don't go on any television show, any radio program, any podcast and risk saying that, in my opinion, if things are okay with the coach. There's obviously, in my opinion, beef here. And even if there is beef, I still don't think you should be saying that about your coach. Yeah, fascinating. Uh, now- well, well, it is. It is fascinating. Mm. But, uh, you know... All coaching structures are, are different. Sometimes the head coach delegates to the assistants and the, the assistants do all the, the technical work and you've got your head coach just overseeing it all. Um, and then you've got other head coaches that like to be micromanagers and be on top of everything and control everything. Um, different coaching setups work differently. But for me, I always, well, always wanted my halfback to be the guy that was your coach out there on the footy field. Now, before you go, Adam, we've got to get a tip. Tomorrow, Ramwick, what do you like? Yeah, I'm always embarrassed to tip this as the best bet on the program, Jerry. But what was it, $2.40 final field on Wednesday? Eduardo and the Concord Stakes, I'm pretty sure. That was an absolute luxury, that price. But race mm. five, number one, Eduardo, my best bet on the program. I just can't see where to turn to in that Concord Stakes if it's not him. I think he just trails the early speed on Malkovich and should be too strong late. We know he's great fresh. The 1,000 metres is right up his alley. He should be winning. And my value bet on the program is race three, number 13, Hoover Lucy. Uh, a mare that's resuming off a long time on the sideline. Only the one quiet trial, but she looks fairly forward enough to me. She might be just a run short, but at the price, when you dig into her form, um, there's a lot of depth to her form. I think she can really show up here fresh. So race five, number one, Ed White, the best on the program. And race three, number 13, Hoover Lucy, the best value at Ramwick there tomorrow. Which is a $7.50 chance or two sixty the place. Mate, you have a great weekend and Father's Day. Thanks so much. See you, boys. We'll chat on Monday.